What will cause the dead to walk again? Voodoo, a virus, or radiation? Will it be airborne, or passed along through a bite? Or maybe we're all infected. When there is no room left in hell, well, you know the rest. It's zombies. It's pseudophiles. I have a great idea. We should ha- open up a steakhouse, and we should name the best steak that we serve the cranberries. And when somebody orders it, well done, we'll say you must be mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> you must be mistaken. <laughs> worth it. It's worth the thousands of dollars invested into that business. Just for one joke. <laughs> Moving on. This probably isn't the best time to say it, but I really hate that song. You hate that song? I do. Why? I've always hated it. I've always loved that song. Yeah, I think too. part of it is because it was somehow on a heavier rotation at the playlist where I work, so I had to hear it a lot. And it was over the din of work, so the only oh. part of the song that I really heard was, eh, eh, eh. Like, that, eh, was, that eh, was it. Eh, eh. Oh, 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 Yes. Oh, I just got why you guys were singing that. Dolores, wow. Because <laughs> zombies? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> God. Toe, Why do we even invite you here? Jesus. Favorite zombie movie, go. Movie? Mm-hmm. Resident Evil, wrong. No. That's. I wouldn't even call those zombie movies, really. They are, though. I enjoy them, although I recognize that they're shitty, so I can't call that my favorite. They're entertaining. They're very entertaining. I saw the last three in IMAX. <laughs> well, um, that's why I, uh, I was going to say, like, do, do we like it because of the way zombies are in it, or just literally our favorite movie that happens? I to think have... Twenty Eight Weeks Later is probably my I was, favorite. That's what I was going to say. Um, actually, as uh, far as writing and acting and cinematography mm-hmm. is concerned, um, I think it was uh, probably my favorite. Um, next up might be Night of the Living Dead, the original. Oh, yeah. Uh, George Romero, 68, I think, is when that came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, actually a horror film in which the black guy dies last. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I watched that with you, That's great. didn't I? Uh, did we? Yeah, that was the the one that seemed unbelievably goofy. Like, No, that was uh, Dawn of the Dead. Okay. That oh, was Dawn yeah. of the Dead. That was another George Romero. Shaun right. of the Dead is my favorite. Yeah, Shaun of the Dead. Oh, that is a really good. <laughs> that's a good. That movie. It's a good parody one. movie. It's a, yeah. I think out of all the parody movies, it's on the it's on the top three. I wouldn't even call it a parody because I mean, but it's, it obviously, it's, Shaun of the Dead is a spinoff of Dawn of the Dead. It's definitely a parody. It's just zombies. It doesn't mirror anything about the. And it has its own independent storyline. That's really well thought out. I think it's its own. Okay, fair legitimate enough. zombie movie. Fair enough. Yeah, 28 weeks later, and I realize now that we're starting to talk about this, we're probably going to cover some stuff that came up during the Apocalypse episode. Oh, for sure. But 
That's okay. I was wanting to do another Apocalypse episode anyway mm-hmm. because I and love who has time to not zombies. write new material? So, it's <laughs> <laughs> not a whole lot of writing done. <laughs> exactly. Zombies is uh, well, it's in the zeitgeist. Uh, but, For sure. Uh, what year would you say is the most like prominent zombie year? I don't know, mm-hmm. like or like few years, like because I don't feel like it's as prominent as it was like five years ago. Yeah, I mean, I would say with like The Walking Dead. Yeah, that definitely that exploded. It, it it really did. Um, when, what, what was the first one? The first uh, Walking Dead. When did it premiere? I think it premiered in oh no, uh, oh no, <laughs> oh no, maybe oh nine or ten. They're in like season seven now, right? Oh, it's it ten. Was it yeah, ten? Yeah, it was ten. It feels like it's been on for longer, but I mean, it's but, still seven years. Yeah, I think it's just the fact that we don't like to think of 2010 <laughs> as being seven years ago. I know, but Holy crap. yeah, that first episode of The Walking Dead. I remember it took me. They were probably in season three when I decided to watch it. Yeah, and I don't know why because I've always been really into the zombie genre like sure. i loved uh the resident evil video games i loved the like, movies which i know is sacrilege so send me a fucking letter but fuck you that's all you like that's it. your only reply you're gonna get yeah um and i loved uh the george a romero films like night of the living dead and all that stuff so i don't know why it took me so long to get into like a, mm-hmm. the concept of having a tv show where you get to watch it every week like a new zombie story every week but i really got into it and, and i some, started binging it there was some zombie stuff in army of darkness Oh yeah, definitely. Well, which is one of my favorites. <laughs> sort of like army. I mean, evil it's dead. Skeleton. Yeah, like the evil dead can you can kind of dip into that. It's more mm-hmm. uh, demons than zombies. That's true. I mean, although those could kind of go hand in hand depending on how you look at it. Yeah, but uh, it was definitely more of a possession thing in Evil Dead, and then Army of Darkness just got really bizarre. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they really went all out with the camp there. Yeah, they definitely did. And, uh, but I mean, it's, it's that whole series is one of my favorite. I mean, and then Ash versus evil dead is one of my favorite, yeah. uh, TV series. Like, I think mm-hmm. that kind of, uh, the idea, like the concept of having a horror series is rather new. Yeah. Um, well in that sense, at least of like, uh, something is like, like The Walking Dead or like mm-hmm. Ash versus Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. I think you're forgetting Dark Shadows. I'm oh, just kidding. the 70s yeah. soap opera? The <laughs> 70s vampire soap opera? My mom will enjoy that. <laughs> you said that. <laughs> she was actually terrified of that in the 70s. I think her mom would watch it. My mm-hmm. grandma would also watch it. That's strange because that's like so nothing isn't it against like you would think that for religious folk that exactly. would be like the opposite of what imagine. they should watch right yeah i cannot imagine my grandma watching that my mom <laughs> said that she would and yeah that seems so bizarre that's to me. so strange my mom and your mom should have a conversation about <laughs> this because it's like very similar well i want to watch it now because i want to know like what was it that drew in these mm, well i watched the movie oh, well, uh, well the... <laughs> i don't think we can compare was, this. yeah the johnny depp film with uh michelle pfeiffer and of course helena bonham carter because it's a uh-huh. tim burton mm-hmm. but uh, i saw that too it was pretty theaters. terrible it was bad that's like when i i probably should have realized before but whenever that came out, i was like oh maybe johnny depp isn't that great like he used to be untouchable like <laughs> all, all of a sudden i was like oh this is and then, like, I saw the tourists. I'm like, eh, this, I mean, yeah, this, this is okay. Oh, okay. This yeah. is this is just more of a bad movie than and then you know, uh, Dark Shadows. It was terrible. I mean, it felt like just a bland, like no, not, it, that's exactly. impressionless movie. It was yeah, it completely. The only thing, yeah. the only thing I remember about that movie is 
Actually, the th- thing that I think I remember, I don't think is correct anyway, that he got like a microchip in his throat so he could sound different. And I couldn't remember if he no was the clue. guy or not. Well, anyway, Dark Shadows came out. And I was like, okay, he's got a couple of bad ones mm-hmm. under his belt. And then Lone Ranger and then Mor- Mordecai. And then... I, I'm not going to lie, though. I liked Mordecai. Well, okay, I'm knocking <laughs> it and I've never seen it. All okay. I did... <laughs> All I did, you know, in Alice in Wonderland, there's just, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, he's looking goofy again. And, <laughs> and Johnny uh, Depp being weird. Yeah, that used to be cool. And then we mm-hmm. were like, oh, wait, no, this is just his one trick thing that he has is the just being the goofy, oddball and weirdo. sounding like yeah. Kermit the Frog. Welcome yeah. to Knocking Johnny Depp. <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> the podcast. Uh, but what we were talking about earlier, the. Uh, so I loved. Army of Darkness, me and my buddy Hank would watch that. And the first time we watched it, there's that scene at the end where he, he's in the mall again, you know? Uh-huh. And he hops on the shopping cart. Well, he throws his boomstick, his shotgun, yeah. like across the mall. It looks like he throws like 30 yards. Then he hops on a shopping cart, scoots like two inches, catches it, <laughs> and then continues blowing brains that up. That is Bruce and Campbell. This, yeah, and so we, Hank and I coined that the boomstick theory. Anything that doesn't make sense in movies is the boomstick <laughs> the boom theory. Stick. I love it. Yeah, I love Bruce Campbell. Um, Putting the camp in Campbell. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, uh, uh, Sam Raimi... And uh, uh, I can't think of his name. Uh, like that would kind of suck because it was pretty much like two or three guys that were involved in creating the Evil Dead series. But Sam Raimi got all the recognition, pretty much. Yeah, who else? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Lucy Lawless's husband is one of the other guy, the yeah, main I can't guys, pull the name. and they both uh, they both did Xena. And Bruce Campbell had a recurring role as uh, Autolycus, the King of Thieves, on mm. Xena. And there were so many similarities between Xena and like the Evil Dead series and especially Army of Darkness with the campiness mm-hmm. and they're uh, one of my favorite scenes in the entire series of Xena is where they're uh, it's like this horror I think I've talked about this horrible villain this annoying person on the podcast before this villain that really oh. got on my nerves that she was on Frasier yeah <laughs> I can't I can't remember her name but she talked like this and, <laughs> and like it was so annoying but one of the best scenes ever was like Xena has this like inter like dimensional like spirit world showdown with this like villain and like they they end up in like a tomb and their skeletons start fighting each other <laughs> with swords and of course. It, it reminded me it was such a callback to Army of Darkness. <laughs> yeah. I was like this is Sam Raimi yeah. <laughs> like a hundred percent. I uh w- uh Lost mm-hmm, my train of mm-hmm, thought. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, my mom texted me and it really threw me off just now. Okay. Hi, mom. Is she okay? Yeah, she just wants me to get insurance. Oh. I was trying to th- think of. Oh, oh I, I had a thought from way earlier about why. I th- I think I remember whenever Walking Dead first came out, and of course it got hugely popular, but it, it also took me like a few seasons. Really. At, or at least two seasons before mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'll check this out. Everybody seems to like it. Because mm-hmm. I think my Same here, yeah. thought was, like, I couldn't picture a serialized uh, zombie story like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that just 
like I didn't know where I was going. I mm-hmm. and I'd seen all I'd seen of the previews is like, well, there's a bunch of sweaty people in a hot place, and zombies are going. <laughs> that, was, that was like yeah. it. That was well, also how I felt about it. I jumped right. on the ba- bandwagon right away. I was kind of the opposite of you guys. Like I watched the first three seasons, and then I still haven't watched it since because. Not because it's not a good show, but I just got tired of waiting. And, like, it was a thing that me and my dad would do. We would watch every time a new one came out. Yeah. And so, since I've moved, it's just not... I haven't really had yeah. the interest. Whenever you watch it with somebody and the other person, you're not able to watch it with them. That always kind of ruins it. Yeah, but... it does. Yeah. I uh, I kind of felt the same way that you did, Torrance, of, like, I, I really love this genre, and I have for years, but mm-hmm. can it hold up in a TV series? And also I tend to like, I mean, with we, like we have streaming and, you know, I mean, even before streaming, I could buy DVDs. (laughs) (laughs) What What was that again? (laughs) I can buy DVDs. (laughs) But I've always been one to wait until a show is, um, you know, established, I guess, Mm -hmm. before, because I've been disappointed so many times. Like I will watch a tv series and i'm like oh i'm so excited about this like i remember uh it was a uh, the terminator series oh yeah that, uh with, with summer, summer glow and uh lena, lena Headey. and i was super excited about that uh because i've been a huge lifelong terminator fan and i watched it and i stuck with it through the first two seasons and then it got freaking canceled and i was so mad i was like i'm never doing this to myself mm-hmm. again like even if i'm excited about a tv series I'm probably going to wait until at least mm-hmm. season three or four yeah. to yeah. start watching it. And then I can binge on it and then I can be happy and, and be caught up, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think that's kind of how I felt with The Walking Dead when it came out. Like, I was mm-hmm. definitely intrigued by the concept, mm-hmm. but I and wanted I think, to wait. I think a lot of people were. I mean, just think about the trajectory of zombies since 2010. Like, the next year was whenever um, Dead Island came out. I remember yeah. that because that was the same year that Skyrim came out, and I, I called up to GameStop to get a copy because I wanted to get it right when it came out because I loved I, played, I was in love with the idea of zombies yeah, at the time. I played Dead Island. Yeah. And I was like, I hey, can it. I get that? Is it, You guys have that zombie game still in stock? And he's like, you guys mean Skyrim? I was like, shut the Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean Dead Island. What? Uh, speaking of which, one of the best game trailers of all time. It was. Uh, yeah. Seriously. I think, yeah, I think you and I watched that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. I mean, it was... It set a emotional tone that was not achieved in the game, but of course, yeah. it was it was really on, on its own. Like that could just be a feature short in a, like a film festival or something. Uh-huh. It should win an Oscar. It was all I'm it saying. Was good. <laughs> it <laughs> like was good. Like the really forwards good. and backwards at the same time. I love that that whole idea. Yeah, uh, that game was. I realize. In retrospect, not a good game, but I played the hell out of oh, it. Oh, I loved it. I, I mean, lo- I did too. I can I see it. why you say that it's not a good game because it's so redundant. I guess after it's a while, extremely redundant. There's mm-hmm. not much in the way of story. I I felt that way. I got super annoyed with it, and I I didn't finish it. But, but it I sure, played it quite a bit. It sure made made energy drinks look better than they actually were. Mm, it did. <laughs> That's all you could find yeah. on the island. <laughs> Seriously, I played on the analog controls. There were two different. Oh ways yeah, you could I never play. did that mm. way. And you could play. I did with... too because I heard that was the best way, and so I did that from the beginning. I it, did it, too. It is way more fun. It was more fun. It felt like you were more, mm-hmm. you know, a part of the action. Yeah, I forgot about that because you could choose the angle that you struck somebody. <laughs> Sorry, I'm too ice yeah. directly. <laughs> so you going to <laughs> You can choose the direction you hit somebody yeah. using the analog stick, which is pretty sweet. And a new concept at the time. I saw that, and I I never even bothered trying it. Uh, it also had the feature where you could just drop into anyone else's game and play with oh, yeah. alongside Kind of like the Dark Souls does. Yeah, you know, I didn't have 
online at the time. I had just got it, and so I was so stoked about mm. it. I was playing that. Mm. That was also the same time that uh, Dead Rising, Left for Dead. I loved Left for Dead, which that was before. Left for Dead. That came out before uh, Walking Dead did. Did it? I'm pretty sure it did. Those were all... I mean, if we're going to get into the world of zombie... Well, we're, we're talking all zombie. There's nothing safe. We'll talk anything <laughs> zombie. Okay, okay. But underrated <laughs> was, zombie movie, zombie video game, Half-Life 2. Freaking love that Still game. never played it. What the hell, Torrance? Either. Oh, my God. I, okay, listen. Conversation over. We have no. to stop, play this listen game, and then to we'll me. continue. <laughs> There's like the crab things, I, like, right? That, yeah. I tried to crabs. play... No, I, okay. I've played both Half Life One and Half Life Two. It's hard to get through Half Life One if, if you. No, I tried to play Half Life One mm-hmm. um, on my PlayStation Two. I bought a, and I have a PlayStation One memory card, and I like I went through all the. In uh, fact, I bought a PlayStation One memory card to play Half Life One. That was the game that I bought it for. I remember this because I was like, okay, this is such a classic. I didn't play it when I was a kid. Yeah. And I should I should know what everyone's talking about. I want to. So mm-hmm. I played Half-Life 1. I went through the whole long introduction. It was a very long super introduction. Super long. You're riding this, you know, this tram or whatever. But you got a crowbar. But <laughs> you do get a crowbar. And I thought it was it was so good. Like, I thought it was, uh, mm-hmm. like, the opening was amazing. Like, I was really into it. Mm-hmm. And I played it for probably two or three hours the night that I got it. Mm-hmm. And I hit save. And it didn't save. I went to play uh, it the next day, uh, and it made me go through the whole tram thing. Yeah, I would have given up. And then too. I played it again, and I was like, maybe it'll save this time. And I got back to where I was the previous night, and it didn't save. I was so pissed. I'm like, do I have to buy a PlayStation One to play this yeah. fucking game? Like, yeah. And I got so pissed. And then I, uh, I ended up finding Half Life Two. I think I had the orange box at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I had uh, borrowed it from somebody, and uh, I played Half Life Two. But then. I was like, I don't know what's going on. I can't really get into this. Like, I really want to play both of them. So, mm. And for anybody who's listening, the sad truth of today that I have found out this week is that three of the creators of Half-Life and Half-Life 2 have now left Valve, so there will most likely never be oh, a Half-Life no. 3. No Half-Life 3. It's going to... No, it... <laughs> I think it's going to Valve happen. Valve has never made a threequel in the history of Valve. <laughs> I know that's like a... Yeah, Team Fortress Two. That's where it ended. Portal Two. That's where it's going to end. It's not oh, going to be a Portal. This is, I'm saying that like it's going to change hands enough, and if, eventually, will some version of Half Life Three will mm-hmm. be published just on the hype, and it will let everybody down. But think back to any video game. Which one? Could you, which game other than maybe Halo? Could you say the third one's the best one? Um. Okay, if you discount the ending, Mass Effect was pretty great. Okay, maybe. I've heard so many uh, and mixed I, reviews. Yeah, yeah. And I've never played the first two Mass Effects, and I tried playing Mass Effect Three, and I I couldn't. The gameplay it kind of killed it for me. I couldn't get into the gameplay itself. Mm-hmm. It wasn't anything to do with the story. Well, I the gameplay was fine for me, but uh, what I was wanting to say the best uh, zombie game though has to be uh, The Last of Us. Oh, I loved The Last of Us, but. but- those are tech. Are they, would you, I but, guess they're see, close to zombies. That is gonna, exactly. But a zombie no, game. we're gonna get into the technicalities of zombies here. Yeah, I think. I feel like, and I know that we're going to. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, I would consider like left, of, left, left for dead. Excuse me, the Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't consider them zombies, not in the classic 
sense of zombies. We'll call well, them zombies if we can get Torrance to confess that I am legend are zombies. Ah, those they're, are vampires. They're vamp- <laughs> if you you've never read the book, <laughs> but even I, I was trying to get. I didn't on read the book, but I could tell Here. those are vampires. Okay, well, all right. Let's uh, let's establish something though at the beginning. There's different kinds of zombies. You have your magical zombies, the things that are spiritual or made from voodoo or whatever there's like haitian and louisiana type yeah. voodoo and hoodoo yeah there's um, that i mean that's like the classic idea of it isn't it where they just kind of bring back a dead body out of the grave with no yeah. free will and no thought yeah exactly but it's just mm-hmm. kind of a lumbering thing and it's like a like a husk of a what it used to be yeah there's a there's that there's um related to that the just for whatever reason, the dead rise from the the ground, literally bursting through the ground. There's those kinds of zombies that have they're more just like a spiritual plague. Then you have like the starting to get scientific, the virus zombies that you know there's an affection that that's kind of like my that's my genesis thought of what a zombie is is the virus type, right? But that's not even the first. Mm-hmm iteration of what uh cultural zombies would just be undead is the first iteration See, i right? feel like the undead is like i feel like the categories should be like the voodoo type zombies of like the undead they're like bursting out of the graves they they were dead right and then they came back because of some kind of voodoo or hoodoo or like in night of the living dead they thought they like surmised that it maybe it was some sort of mm-hmm. uh, a solar flare event that uh-huh. that caused radiation and caused these dead bodies to reanimate and come up out of the grave they're coming to get Mm -hmm. you barbara type of thing um and then i think of like uh resident evil biohazard type zombies like they were injected or or like with some kind like they were doing experiments or like in also 28 weeks where they were doing experiments on things (laughs) what were they infected with (laughs) 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 yeah so what i'm saying these are uh, not just iterations; these I, I think are natural evolutions of pop culture of our concept of a zombie. But they're all zombie, and so these uh, cordyceps zombies—they are zombies. It's just the next, you know, thought of well, mm-hmm. well, what's a new, interesting way for them to be. Yeah, zombies. I can see that. It's not. It do, it's definitely not a classic uh, form of zombie. But... I think if your definition of a zombie. And even this doesn't necessarily fit. Uh, like twenty eight weeks later, is just they are well. Okay, they have to. They're no longer human, and they attack humans. Mm-hmm. But they, it is a human body. Well, so here's a question I just thought of, like the the uh, Last of Us zombies. They're basically being controlled. They're not technically dead yet. I mean, if you took the spores out of them, they're dead, right? Well. Their head isn't even a human head anymore, like or some of them anyway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're dead. Okay. Well, I was just wondering if it was like, or are they? Yeah, I don't know. No, but... they're dead. I mean, once. Uh, I mean, in real life, like we talked about on another podcast, like cordyceps right. is a real thing, or that mm-hmm. that particular uh, uh, fungus is a real mm-hmm. thing. Uh, like, in it, you can look up like wasps and ants and it you can mm-hmm. see it coming through their skulls and their heads and it takes over and it forces sure. them to you know repopulate for this fungus um so i mean at that point when a fungal like infection mm-hmm. is bursting through your skull you're dead <laughs> like mm-hmm. you're dead there's right. nothing that's left except the parasitic 
uh, organism that has mm-hmm. taken over. So, yeah, the the Last of Us or quote unquote zombies they are dead, mm-hmm. and their reanimated corpse is being driven by this uh, parasitic organism. Right. Okay. Well, what about the uh, so like what about this? So, have you guys ever played uh, Halo? Yeah. So you know, like the, the grave the- mind. Like a unity type thing, like Rick and Morty, you know? Uh, oh, hive, like a hive mind? Like a hive mind type situation where all of... He's basically... Re- and Halo, he's reanimating corpses. So you could kind of consider those zombies where in like Rick and Morty, they can snap out of it. But is the control of your mind like one of the key definitions of yeah. what a zombie would be? Right. So, Or has the definition evolved? No, okay. So if we want to get down to what the... Because there's all these different versions of zombies. So what... Mm-hmm. It, what defines what's the core thing that mm-hmm. all jom- zombies, zombies. <laughs> zombies share. Well, it seems like they all need to feed. Feed? Uh, like, that seems to be the basis, um, like, drive that they well, all I think, have. I don't know if feed. it's necessarily that they need to feed. I think it's like they're reduced their, to their primal instincts. Yeah. But that seems to be the most, uh, like, forward one. I mean, if you look at... You know any zombie movie or even TV show, they all are eating people. Right. Like I will push back a little bit to say, like the early version of a zombie is under the control of somebody else usually, mm-hmm. uh, and their purpose isn't just to feed; it's to carry out an order or something. Mm-hmm. So I think the, the one of the main things is you have to no longer be in control of your mind, no longer be essentially a person, something or someone. Uh, is controlling you. Uh, well, by by that definition, could you say that werewolves are zombies? No. They're not in control of their mind. Also, is being a zombie, like, uh, is that a terminal illness? Like, Can, <laughs> can you be cured? Are, are there any zombie movies where they go from being... Yeah, there is. Actually, there's a... Ooh, what is the name of that show? There is a show on BBC called... Um, Oh, I'm gonna forget what it's called. Did you guys ever? Okay, Let's let continue, continue, <laughs> continue. I don't, I don't want. I just thought of something else. But go ahead. No, it's just really interesting. It's where there was a zombie outbreak. And it was from mm-hmm. a virus, and the uh, they did come up with a cure. And so mm-hmm. these people return home. They remember. They get back their old lives. They have their old memories. Mm-hmm. But they also have memories of what they were doing whenever they uh. were zombies. Oh, yeah. And they have to continue taking pills to keep the zombie virus away. But then. There's this whole other part where there's this prejudice against them. There's people that mm-hmm. are afraid of them. They'll like go into like go in, in bands and like drag people out of their houses and kill them because mm-hmm. they used to be zombies. Oh, um, yeah. You asked if uh, there's been a zombie movie or TV show where they've been cured. Yeah, right. Uh, there was a. <laughs> I think one of my favorite movies, and I saw it in theaters, and I haven't seen it since, but I'd like to watch it again. Was. Uh, Oh gosh! They used a Black Keys song for the <laughs> for the promo. Okay, uh, and it was uh, this kid that is a zombie, and he meets a girl. Although that one, oh, okay. uh, yeah, warm bodies, warm, warm bodies. bodies. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. I saw that. That's <laughs> that got was Rob Corddry in it. Cord- yeah, yeah he's like, that, bitches, man. That kid that played Nux on in man, Mad Max. My buddy read the book, and he swears it's one of the best books he's ever read. I think that's crazy. I don't know. I haven't given the book a chance. I saw the movie. I loved the movie. I thought it was so cute. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> it was so cute. <laughs> Did you guys ever see the movie Ah Zombies? I thought it was a funny take on zombies. Mm-mm. 
No. So the concept was that uh, they were... I mean, you could maybe say undead, like they were decaying and stuff, but really time was really slow to their perception. And so there was these people who like basically monsters to them moving faster, trying to kill them because they were abnormal. Oh. <laughs> and so they had to like r- escape and retreat to their own safe haven as all of these zombies. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess the, the definition of what a zombie is is pretty nebulous, but I think we can, mm-hmm. well, other than, the last of us we can pretty much usually agree that mm-hmm. on what is and is not a zombie yeah right. i right. mean i feel like uh the walking dead is definitely the classic slow stupid zombies yeah of a zombie and mm-hmm. i like that we still don't know what caused the apocalypse what caused them to be the way they are like yeah. we're just following well now two groups of people now that we have the spinoff fear mm-hmm um, and we're just following these random broken families mm-hmm. uh, on opposite sides of the U.S. And uh, they're just kind of surviving. Like, what I love about horror films or zombie films in particular or video games even, like, and this is including uh, The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead and The Last of Us mm-hmm. um, and 28 Weeks Later, all my favorite ones have such incredible character development and uh, people change throughout the course of either the movie or the TV series. And you mm-hmm. can watch this natural development take place. And the writing is so good. And you feel what they're feeling along with them if the mm-hmm. writing is done well. And I feel like in all of those things, the writing is done very well. And so, like, to me, the horror element is almost negligible because mm-hmm. I really just want to watch that human development and and like see how people change and go through things Mm -hmm. i mean if you look at like uh rick grimes like say season two rick grimes and spoiler alert tick 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 okay (laughs) um if you haven't watched you know the season two finale of the walking dead which is ridiculous if you haven't and it's your own fault if i spoil it for you um you know the the rick and shane showdown and when he kills Mm -hmm. shane uh and he kills him because he's basically like I felt like Shane was ahead of the game even when I was watching it at season two. Mm-hmm. And now, if you're watching it at season five or six, and you're watching Rick Grimes, he be- he has become worse than Shane was in mm-hmm. season two. He killed Shane for being what he has now become. Yeah. Um. I mean, there was also the fact that he fucked his wife. <laughs> I mean, that'll do it. But that wasn't the reason he killed him. He killed him because he thought he had become an uncontrollable animal. Mm-hmm. And just someone who would kill on, you know, instinct. without thinking about it, on mm-hmm. instinct. And he was like, we can't have that in our group. It's dangerous. But now he is that person. And mm-hmm. I love that kind of, that character development. I mm-hmm. love that writing. Well, I think it's kind of uh, personifies how when we are put into extreme climates like that, where um, we're basically reduced to our primal instincts in the end. Like, we are our desires to just survive. And yeah. that's kind of what that what that illustrates. Don't you ever wonder... What you would be like in those circumstances. I mean, mean, because we've never been tested. None of us have ever been tested like that. No, I feel like we had the... Or, no, maybe this is on one of our unreleased episodes where we... No, didn't we talk about this? Like, what we would be uh, in a... I'm sure we did, It was framed in post-apocalypse. That was the apocalypse episode. We talked about that, yeah. But, I mean, I'm not posing, like, a a question for everyone to answer, but I just Mm -hmm. think it's an interesting thought of, like, you know, I mean, we live in this very first world country Mm -hmm. we were we all grew up in you know 
uh, very, you know, maybe not necessarily easy childhoods, but, mm-hmm. you know, who has it super easy, but... You know, I mean, we're all white. We all grew up in middle America. <laughs> and like, you know, how hard could it have been? So I just, I, a lot of times I'll just, I'll find myself wondering like, you know, how would I handle myself in a situation where it was literally life or death for everybody? Well, I think we're pretty good because everybody around here has guns and we got the mountains all around us or the Ozarks. <laughs> the mountains. The mountains, the Ozark <laughs> mountains, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, uh, that's, I fantasize about all the time I, like I do too. being in because I work in a hardware store being like okay so zombie apocalypse starts now what do I do like wh- how do like do I build defenses here do I, or uh, what would I how would I defend this area get people together with me mm-hmm. how would I utilize the power equipment what do we have resource wise that would make it last a long time do we need to go raid Walmart <laughs> that sort of thing. Annex Walmart is a part of your own. <laughs> right. But yeah. it's fun to think about. I don't know why that the zombie thing is so appealing and it's mm-hmm. been persistently appealing. Like mm-hmm. we were saying that there's a zombie boom, but we've been having fun movies about zombies for a long time, yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. I think uh for me at least, and I, I think I can speak for a lot of people, it's like that thing of like you were saying, Torrance, like you'll be working in your like where you work in this hardware store and you know maybe it'll be a boring slow day and you'll start thinking of like you know where are the exits like where could i barricade things like who are people in here that i would have to that i would have to save who's the weakest link who's the strongest who would be the leader what who would would ruin it for everybody else that'd be my first thought (laughs) who's gonna ruin this for everybody who would start screaming and just draw (laughs) them all in here and could i snap his neck if i had to you know, like things like that, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, cause I mean, you know, we all have like day jobs and we all think of yeah. things like that when we get bored. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I mean, I do. So, I mean, I think the, the appealing thing for me about any post-apocalyptic scenario, and that's why I'm such a huge fallout fan is because it's kind of like you're starting from zero yeah, and you're, right. mm-hmm. you can become anything you so want. So reset button on life and you're one of the few lucky individuals who survived. Yeah. And yeah. you can be anything you want to be. Mm-hmm. The, the uh, whatever you think about though, everyone, if you're picturing a zombie scenario, you're all picturing a specific zombie. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. And I'm curious what you guys are picturing in that situation. Well, I mean, my, I think for probably everyone, the one that you want is a slow and stupid. Right. Like, you don't want the... I definitely don't want a 28 weeks later. Or, like, a Left for Dead. Wait, is 28 weeks... Were they slow and stupid? I no, they um, were... I'm thinking Dawn of the Dead. I'm thinking of the new Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, Dawn of the Dead, there were the some remake. fast ones, yeah. I'm thinking of the remake, which was actually a really good movie. Or Left for Dead, where there's, like, they're all crazy fast. Yeah, and, or you've got the witches. And the witches and yeah. the special zombies and all World that. World War Z. Yeah. Oh, that was, oh that those was were World terrifying. War Z. Yeah, that was. Did you you read the book? I read you? the book, which um, and I, I, watched I watched the Brad, the Brad Pitt, Pitt movie, movie too. Yeah. Were they fast in the book? Um, that's a uh, good. Cry. I don't think that, or at least it wasn't. They were freaking tr- terrifying in the movie. They were. Um, I thought the movie was all right. I thought the movie it, was a. It was a fine movie. It was just they slapped the title on there. It had real. And I feel like it. With. It shouldn't have been called World War Z because World War uh-huh. Z the book. Did you read it, Ben? No. So the book was uh, a sequel to the book, The Zombie Survival Guide. Okay. Um, which I also read. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But the zombie survival guide was just like, okay, your preparedness for the zombie apocalypse when it happens, this is what you do. And it was yeah. funny and it was cute, you know. And then World War Z actually got into this narrative of this uh this guy was going around the world interviewing people post zombie apocalypse. So they I had, see. they had kind of like quelled it and got it a bit under control mm-hmm. and he was interviewing people who had gone through it and survived in like different parts of the mm-hmm. world and it was and they interesting. all used the zombie survival guide. Oh, <laughs> well, no. if it had if they had it would have helped them a lot more, I'm sure. Yeah, it was super interesting. It, it was, was really interesting. Is it Real unique way to do that. Too. It was. Mm-hmm. It was a. It was a slow paced book for sure. But I was able to get through it pretty quickly just because mm-hmm. I thought that the the concept was interesting. Well, I think like one of the tragedies of a zombie situation is one watching your loved ones die and two having to kill them again. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, I've always wondered how I would deal with that. How do yeah. you, How do you guys think you would deal with that? Well, it depends on how long it's been happening. Like how. <laughs> Many people have I put down beforehand. <laughs> Do you think, though, that... I mean, this is... Okay, this is really dark. <laughs> I mean, we're, headed, if, we're if trending you, that direction. If you had to watch your mother die of this mm. virus or whatever it was, and then watch her come back, like, or your wife or mm-hmm. your whoever, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, would you... Feed them other humans, yes. Or, yeah. Or, yeah, anything like that. Would you, like, feed them other humans? Would uh-huh. you Would you keep them locked in a room? Would you kill them? Yeah. Would yeah. you walk away and hope that maybe you could come back and save them later? Like, you know. There's a a couple things about that. Is one, if I've already accepted that once they're, they're, they've turned, there's, there's no coming back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I think I would be frozen in this horrible, like, I like if if i see them pass away like on the bed and know that they're about to come back there is a two-part thing of i can't bring myself to pull the trigger right but i also can't bear to see them like that i think i'd be mm-hmm. frozen in that decision mm-hmm. probably until it was too late and then it'd be just yeah. even more horrible because i'd have to pull the trigger yeah. and see them yeah. like that so i think it's yeah, I think I'd be kind of in the same boat as you where you're trying to make that hard decision between just leaving it, letting it be. But then you also are taking the risk of, well, maybe they'll get somebody else or, you know, or you don't you can't bear to see I, them like that. I think like if I had thought of it in advance, I would like to think I could finish him off just because you don't want that to be your last memory of somebody. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't leave it. I couldn't mm-hmm. let them. It'd be an abomination mm-hmm. of yeah. And also, wouldn't you rather it be you than somebody else? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. That's. I think. I think with something like that, like I've thought of things like that before, mm-hmm. of like with it being someone who's really close to you. Mm-hmm. If you had to make a decision like that, you know, mm-hmm. not necessarily apocalypse, but any decision like that, like, um, you know, it's like in sync. It's gonna mm-hmm. be May. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have to like. Let's cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I feel like yeah, it should really be the person who cares about them the most or Uh is the closest to them that makes that 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 makes that final decision. Because I think the worst part of it is also what like brings conclusion to it is like you need to feel those things because somebody else who's going to take care of it's not. And so if you don't like finish them and mourn the loss, you'll always be one. You won't get closure. You'll always wonder. 
and uh, they won't get what they deserve, which is the uh, mourning of a loved one. I think that everybody deserves that if yeah. they're going to go like that. I mean, if I mean, just to be clear, if we were in that situation, I would shoot both of you guys in the head just at the first sneeze. <laughs> what about Hero? They don't, Hero. Heroes don't turn into zombies. Heroes don't turn into zombies specifically. Did I say that? <laughs> you did. <laughs> you did. Now, wait, speaking of that, are there any... Uh, actually, I heard there's a game coming out that's going to have zombie animals in it, not just zombie humans. Okay. Um, the, I want to uh, play Daisy. Is it Daisy or I've Daisy? Heard Daisy, yeah. Is it Daisy? It's on Steam. I think they have it on PlayStation too, but I've heard good things about it. I want to play. I mean, it sounds really interesting. I've been hearing about it for years. I keep seeing it on sales, and I'm like, uh, it seems like a, it's just a gimmicky game, like really? just playing off of zombies. Well, that's what I, when I first saw it, that's what I thought, but it looks like it might be legitimate. So. Well, I remember reading about it probably three or four years ago, this mm-hmm. thing. I think it started as a mod. Of a different yeah, game. Yeah, right. And I read about it and the concept that was upcoming for it, and it sounded really interesting. I liked the idea of being in an online world with millions of other players, and the fact that it's almost like real life where you can interact with these other players, and mm-hmm. are they going to screw you over? Or are you going to like make a group with them? Um, and I think it's like permadeath, too. Like I don't know. It just sounded really interesting to me. Yeah, I... I like that concept, but I think there's been a lot of games like that where I'm like, oh, this sounds awesome. It's, there's so much to it. There's uh, survival. There's permadeath. There's all this. But then once I get into it, I was like, well, I don't have the fucking patience for this. This is boring, and I yeah. <laughs> can't ever fall through with games like that. Mm-hmm. So, Torrance, I heard you had some history on the word zombie itself. And I too heard that you had history on the zombies. The origins of the word zombie. Well, it's kind of like what we were talking about before. Uh, it was uh, er, like earliest origins was the idea of the uh, Haitian witch doctor that would uh, reanimate a corpse uh, to use them as a personal slave. That was... Uh, the dream. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Which I think early movies and literature if they referenced a zombie or something like it was more along those lines they were a uh, more like a uh, a golem actually I'm not really good at or knowing I don't think I know really the ins and outs of what a golem is that's it's like a, a, a golem's like an elemental right well it's a clay man that's mm-hmm. under the control of there was a golem in a supernatural episode. Oh yeah, Isn't it was that huge guy. Yeah, it was a huge clay man, but he was sentient and he had feelings and he had loyalty, and he was loyal to this Jewish family, and he was passed down throughout the generations of this family to protect them. Um, and it was a like Nazi-oriented episode. Like apparently yeah. Hitler had somehow. I don't know, reincarnated himself. I don't know. It was a weird episode. Cindy, aren't you the one that's afraid of claymation? Well, I don't like stop motion. Okay. Well, but real life no, claymation. Okay. okay. I take that back. Um, I Stop motion really freaks me out, but I think that it has been utilized in ways that has been very successful, like in the first Terminator movie. Robot chicken. Uh, and Robot chicken, <laughs> of course. 
But yeah, at the end of the first Terminator with uh, his endoskeleton, uh, it was just it looked very creepy yeah. and unnatural. And it then, was very creepy. Uh, I don't. I like Wallace and Gromit because oh, I feel like okay, Gumby is <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> that I don't understand how that was a kid's show. Is it Uncanny Valley? Is that why it's, it's really creepy? Well, it's right there in that that time where, like this, I feel like every kid's oriented program from the 70s were like a feverish nightmare <laughs> you're right that's an accurate yes. description yeah yes i don't know why that is there yeah there's claymation <laughs> stuff just in this really shitty c- cartoon animation too that mm-hmm. it's strange and lazy draw i don't know it, well i mean the Hanna barbera cartoons too i mean that's right. why it made them so perfect like such a perfect target for the adult swim of the 90s and the early 2000s of like using space ghost and <laughs> and like uh the sea lab characters like and uh like Harvey Birdman and like Scooby mm-hmm. and Shaggy come on because they've been like indicted on drug tar- right. charges or something <laughs> and like it's just it made it such a perfect target for yeah. that because the the animation was lazy yep. and then here comes Adult Swim and they're like well we're going to be lazy and stoned and make make tv shows for lazy stoned people who are <laughs> awake at 2 a.m. and it worked so perfectly yeah yeah uh, adult swim is a, a, a genius adult swim is a genius is what i said <laughs> adult swim is a genius the origin the origin the <laughs> the origin please just keep that in there i am going to keep that in there the origin of- I've had a few glasses of wine. Um, the origin of the word zombie, I think, origin. God damn it, I just keep saying it. It was sometime in the late 1800s. And of course, like with every word like that, it came from some kind of a book, some kind of novel that somebody wrote. And uh, they coined this term or this phrase. Um, and I, th- yeah, it came from. Yeah, I think just like the classic like hoodoo, voodoo legend of uh, of reanimating a corpse yeah. and making it do your will. Why do you think that almost every single uh, either zombie related franchise or movie or book or anything they never call them zombies? Zombie is a word that does not exist. In- I think that That's would true. make it too meta. You got walkers. You got uh, I don't know what are some other words they use for zombies. There's undead. I think in season one of The Walking Dead, if I'm not mistaken, Glenn says the word zombie. He calls them zombies. But oh, really? I think that they abandoned that hmm. because they didn't want the word zombie to be affiliated. But I think just like with any show, they were finding their footing still and they put that in there. I think part of it is mm-hmm. the. And this will kind of shows up in other no maybe it's just for zombies the idea that because if they had the word zombie that means that the people within that universe were aware of the concept of zombies yeah. before mm-hmm. this and so their behavior if this was like oh shit this is just like Night of the Living Dead yeah. we, like if they had this culture where they if they were living in this culture now like what well, in our universe 
they wouldn't be so caught off guard by zombies. I'm like, oh shit, I've seen this before. Yeah, it would still be terrifying, but they would know what it was, and they would be able to identify it. And then they would have to talk about movies that are that exist in our universe and literature mm-hmm. and stuff that exists in our universe. But in those shows, you never hear them referencing like. Like in The Walking Dead, you never hear them saying like, oh, you know, this is like in Night of the Living Dead when blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Like a, you know, like point to the fact that they're like seeing something like a... Red that's flags. Why, like, thank you, a red flag. Um, mm-hmm. I'm actually reading a zombie book right now called The Passage. And when anytime I say I'm reading a book, I'm listening to a book. Is, <laughs> of course. Liar. Uh, it's no one really reads good. anymore. <laughs> damn kids with their with their Starbucks and their Adio books. Okay. <laughs> what old man says Adio? I don't yeah, know. I what don't what know. accent <laughs> no. says Adio? You know, Audio books have been a thing for... I quit. It was fun, guys. <laughs> but that, it has a really interesting take on zombies, something that yeah. I hadn't seen before. And in fact, it, it was irritating me a little bit while I was reading it because I was realizing that we never never finished our uh, D&D zombie campaign. Yeah. And I, I had put so much thought into how I these zombies know. were going to develop and it never got to the yeah. payoff. And so for anybody who's listening, we used to do a weekly D&D thing where we, uh, us and a few of our friends would get together and we had this... Uh, story of or campaign that was us in the town that we live in but we were playing people in the town and it was a lot of fun <laughs> it was a lot of fun i don't know why we quit because <laughs> we all got busy we'll start it back up again you we still better. have the story i know where we're at yeah we killed you yeah you just killed me <laughs> <laughs> that's true it's good it's gonna get good guys i promise it's gonna get good i there, there's a lot of good zombie stories set with a, a virus. It's a, a virus. That's what most of what we see now is. But the explanation for why how or how the virus works is always unsatisfying and doesn't really make sense if you scrutinize it any. Mm-hmm. Like, their flesh is rotting, so how are they still moving and walking? And well, wh- if their circulation, you know, circulatory system isn't mm-hmm. working, why do they feel the need to eat? Yeah. What, uh, why are they weakened when they don't? And yeah, but I think it's true about any zombie movie. I mean, Walking Dead, I think they did it right because they basically blacked out the whole uh, period to which it had actually taken place. Like the Unless fallout. you watch Fear of Unless Walking Dead. Unless you Fear of Walking Dead, of course. Yeah. But I think you really think that the government would or some somebody wouldn't nip that in the bud initially, like right away. You really think it would get that much out of control that quickly? If it's a super virus, that depends on the virus. I guess it does. If it's an airborne virus that you can't stop, then that's that's something that you can't do. But we're all about, infected. But. That's why, though, some of the more satisfying zombie things to me are, I where we let's just forget about the realism part of it. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, not try to make some convoluted ex- explanation. I like stuff like the uh, the zombie version of Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> Where it's just a like um, someone stole a like Mayan artifact or something, and a god cursed the dead to ra- to rise and 
like haunt the planes or whatever. Oh sure. So that's all it takes. Like great, I am on board for why. Like <laughs> yeah. that's all the explanation yeah. I need. You don't and, need realism to yeah, prove that. And then there's there's no oh, holes in that yeah. either because it's set in a. It's not trying to be in any sort of reality. Yeah. yeah. So I like that. So then we're just like, all right, creepy zombies. I'm yeah. on board. Yeah. And I think like with something like The Walking Dead that's supposed to be set in like a a. 21st century like it's supposed to be very realistic this is supposed to be kind of in our universe Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i yeah so i think that's probably why the writers stay away from trying to provide an explanation right is because it would be too difficult like i feel like it would take away a lot from it first of all but also it would be too difficult to come up with an explanation of how this perpetuated and how this happened so quickly and how the entire world fell. I think the idea that like they're they're keeping it a mystery for seven seasons strong, and probably throughout the entire series, yeah. it will be a mm-hmm. mystery. Um, I think that's smart on their part. Mm-hmm. Like that, you're just focusing on these people. Yeah, and yeah. it doesn't even at this point. It really doesn't matter. We're not mm-hmm. even wondering about it really. No, anymore. yeah, you're just caring about like Rick and his crew. <laughs> like, yeah. And I thought I kind of thought that Fear the Walking Dead would tackle that a little bit, but it it didn't either. Yeah, of course mm-hmm. we haven't. We're not caught up. True or not. So don't you... I, I think it's funny we haven't even mentioned this. I don't even feel bad about mentioning it, but like before The Walking Dead, um, it was after Left 4 Dead, before Dead Island, there was World at War, Call of Duty World at War, which was... Oh, the, with yeah, the zombies. The first Nazi the first zombie zo- one. Nazi zombies. Yeah. The first Call of Duty where you could kill zombies, and that was huge. That took off like yes. crazy. The story was shit. But the zombies were awesome. <laughs> well, that is so much fun to play with other people. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm not even a big Call of Duty fan, but uh, playing the zombie part of it with other people was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. especially in uh, Black Ops, yeah. uh, where yeah. you played as, like, different dead presidents, wasn't it? Like, Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, you could. Yeah, there were, like I remember the, that, yeah. When you beat the campaign... And then it goes into like the White House, and you yeah. see and you can, like, JFK. Play as Kennedy. Yeah. yeah, he's like talking to the other dead presidents. I think or these. I, I don't. I don't actually remember who he was talking to, but some yeah. other. But yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was. But that that was a right around the time where Call of Duty's just got way out of hand with the year to year updates, and I. It was after the next one, maybe after Black Ops, I was like, this is stupid. No, I'm not going <laughs> to play any more Call of Duties. It's a waste of money. They're just going to come up with a new one next year, and everybody's going to want it, and it's dumb. It is a waste <laughs> of money. I mean, I loved, I, I really enjoyed Black Ops. Oh, I did too. Um, I did too. I've never been the type to buy, okay, with the exception of when I was really young, I would buy Madden new, mm-hmm. but that was like. <laughs> a long time ago mm-hmm. like i was like oh a new madden i have to have it <laughs> like that was my <laughs> one fifty dollar purchase yeah every year i don't know why but but yeah then i started to realize like oh these aren't getting any different in yeah. fact they're probably getting shittier yeah so yeah once you kind of get older and you start getting more frugal with your money and you realize yeah. like as a gamer like okay this wasn't a phase i'm gonna be playing video games the rest of my uh, yeah. life but you have to get smart about what you're buying yeah yeah Oh, popcorn. Uh, mine. Peacorn. That's ours, bitch. So guess, this is unrelated, but guess what video game... I read this article maybe a couple years ago, so it might have changed now, but guess what video game has the most ragey players online? Uh, the ragey? NASCAR Destiny. Games. Nope, nope. 
League of Legends. Oh. Those Hello, people, well. <laughs> those people are dicks. I played for a while. It's because everybody has a specific role, and if one person doesn't fulfill their role, the whole team will lose. And it takes forty-five minutes for a game, and so you're obviously going to be mad at that. Sounds person. awful. Yeah, why would you yeah. play that? that I mean, sounds- it's a lot of fun when it's going well. <laughs> I hate playing games with anybody that's a sore loser. It's, oh, and that's yeah. all of League of Legends. They're all sore losers. Dear yeah, God. I, just, I mean, I, you dedicate 45 minutes to a game, then you're going to be a sore loser. I wouldn't even care. I don't care. I just like that we're... Hey, we're playing a video game Yay, together, guys. Isn't yeah. this fun? Oh, yep. it's not your... No, it your turns into man. first world problems. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something else. Like, not even the online stuff, just the, the whole gaming culture, which is so many horrible things have come out of gamers that gamer gate and all this i don't understand i think i was having this conversation with you a little bit sydney and definitely with dj friend of the podcast Mm. that uh it seems weird to me because i feel like games that is like that is something that can bring outsiders together this is where we get to go pretend to be something else and live out of fantasy or whatever Mm. i don't know why it turns people into such i think everything in in this uh I don't know, especially the 21st century. People make things out of, like, people make problems where there aren't ever. Okay, well, we are, we're running out of time, so let's uh, let's get into a hypothetical. What did we decide on? Oh, um, if we want to go with mine, it, uh, if you could pick any character from non-zombie not or pop culture, any unlikely character that you would think would excel in a zombie apocalypse or survive um okay do you guys already have one no i'm thinking now <laughs> Cindy, do you have one I'm, I'm trying to not think of an obvious one like i was saying before it's something i don't want to just pick it somebody that's a badass right like you don't want to pick an a-list action hero no i think i have one but i'm gonna wait and bruce willis is out <laughs> Just the person, Bruce Willis. Yep, that's it. I oh, see so specifically their character. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um Oh jeez. This is a hard one. It's gonna take me some time. I mean I can think of I'm I'm gonna think of live like real no no animes, no uh cartoons. Right. Right. They like have, Rick yeah. and Morty no can't cartoons. choose one of them. No, you can do a cartoon. I I think what he was getting at, like nobody who has like superpowers. Oh, yeah, or something. Okay. Like not Goku. No, okay. No super saiyans. But you could totally, uh, actually, now that I wasn't even thinking cartoons, no. I was thinking Bob from, from Bob's, Bob's Burger. Burger? Yeah. <laughs> you just hold up because he's got all the food. I think that... He's really Archer in disguise. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he is Archer in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think that he's a good, like, level-headed guy. Like, he's always the one with the level head. And he also, like, he knows how to cook. Like, he knows how to, like, handle mm-hmm. stressful situations because he's a chef and he works in a kitchen. And that's a super stressful job. He's got Louise. Um, yeah, his his wife, like, that's his, like... No. Louise is his daughter. The oh, fuck. pink hat girl. Oh, Louise is the crazy one, isn't yeah. she? Yeah. <laughs> I've been compared to Louise. I don't know why. Uh, really? What's his wife's name? Um... Oh, I, I can hear him saying it in my head, but... Uh-huh. Damn it. Yeah, that's why... Bobby! <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is Aren't there? they all played by dudes? Yeah. yeah. Well, well not, except not for Louise. Louise. Except yeah, Louise. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, anyway, but I feel like he could hold his own in a zombie apocalypse. I feel like they would barricade their... Like, because their house is also their restaurant. Yeah, so I feel like above. they would barricade their restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Bob would have the level head. Um, and somehow all of his family would survive because they're so inept that it's genius. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with Bob. I feel like he would be the leader of... It's uh, Linda. Sorry. Linda. I had to look that up. It, it was going to kill me. Yeah. But I feel like he would be a, a That's great... That's a really but good But speaking one. of which, Tina writes a lot of uh, zombie butt fan she fiction does. stuff. <laughs> yeah, she's really into zombies. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, that is perfect. Yeah. Some parts of that show really, I find, disturbing. I like, love it. I like, love genuinely it. on a deep level. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, like, this show was so lighthearted up until this point. Like, where did this come from? <laughs> it's really freaking me out now. Wow, that's a... I'm, jealous of that answer that's a good one torrance what do you got oh like one came to mind but i i didn't like it because it felt like it's going against the no badass rule but i was going to say like well obviously ron swanson is going to oh hell yeah yeah in that situation but that seems like too easy he is literally a survivalist outdoorsman who can craft anything yeah but he's outside of that genre he, oh, definitely i mean he's in parks and rec like he's definitely not in some kind of a badass genre like he's a normal everyday dude i would watch a spinoff of parks and rec where zombies struck <laughs> and ron swanson was the leader oh Hell man yeah. that, that would that be amazing genius <laughs> why haven't they happen. done that i don't yet? know they need to do it you need to send a letter i do i Doing will zombie versions of stuff is popular now that would be great <laughs> that'd be the best thing ever it's yeah. just like about Ron Swanson in his cabin in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to keep thinking, but Ron Swanson was my original first thought. Okay. Where have you been? Well, this is a really hard one for me, and I don't even know if I've pinned one down yet because there's just so many... Like, there's so many obvious badasses that you could choose from. But I'm trying to think of somebody a little bit more obscure that would be a good in an apocalypse or a zombie apocalypse scenario. Yeah, uh, I was going to go similarly to Ron Swanson to uh, Red Green, but I don't know if anybody knows. red, gr- Like the Red Green show? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's He's a handyman, and okay. he, he can make anything out of anything. I would go with the... Tape. What about MacGyver? MacGyver, that's pretty badass. I go with the... A- did you ever watch Waiting for God? It came on. As oh, like I know what you're talking about. But the no. same time as Last of the Summer Grapes would come on, like on PBS. Yeah, yeah, but I don't. Um, rem- I, I watched La- there was Last this... of the Summer Wine, by the way. Last of the Summer Wine, <laughs> thank you. Last of the Summer Grapes, and eh, same thing. <laughs> um, but Waiting for God would come on like right before Last of the Summer Wine, and it was this weird like '80s British TV show. I just call it weird because it's foreign to me because it's British. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was weird. <laughs> I really can't tell. I have my answer. Oh. Wait, what? Well, hold on. What about Waiting for God? Oh, well, I was going to say, like, if we're going to go super obscure, I would go with the lady from Waiting for God as a, a good, like, apocalypse survivor because she's, like, super, like, hardcore, like, kind of a, a huge bitch. <laughs> and I feel like she would make it really easily through an apocalypse. Look up Waiting for God, kids. Okay. So my answer is Mr. Bean, because he would live. <laughs> he would live through the entire zombie apocalypse without realizing there were zombies. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's yeah. genius. <laughs> Definitely, he would just stumble around 
and get a whole bunch of close calls his whole life. Mm-hmm. I could see him like following a herd of zombies, like in the middle of them, like looking around, like where are we all <laughs> headed, like <laughs> oh, yes. just like trying to see where everyone's going. Yes. I would watch that. I would That's watch that so show. Genius. <laughs> <laughs> then I think yours was the best. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Man, I, mine sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and next we have our 10 episode review. Yep, that's our next episode. And also, we already said this on the last episode, but we have t shirts now. So you yes, can check that out t-shirts. on our website. Ben um, is wearing his. I'm wearing mine right yes, now. And represent. I, they are super soft. Yeah, they're I am great. surprised at how soft I'm these really things happy are. With mine. He's creepily rubbing his tummy. Oh, it's so good because that popcorn was delicious. <laughs> I apologize for all the popcorn noises and ice chewing noises during this episode. I'm yeah. fat and I can't help it, and I like to eat and drink. But um, yeah, but again, shout out to Noah Bosley for making these the design on these T-shirts. They're great. Thank you, Noah. And yeah, they look really like they're better looking than I was expecting. Oh yeah, honestly. like it's yeah. so good. Um, Even yeah. if you don't like the podcast, that's a kick-ass shirt, so you should really just get it. Yeah, just, yeah. just get it, you know? And then people but. ask you what your shirt is, and you're like, I don't know, it's just cool. Mm-hmm. And also, when you click on the link on our website, it will redirect you to Amazon. Don't be freaked out by that. That's just how we have it set up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Sydney just spit popcorn all over Shut her Shut up, shirt. Ben. <laughs> and now you all know. Yeah, so next episode is our 20-episode review. 10-episode review. Well, 10-episode review, part two. <laughs> We're 20 episodes in at that point. Um, but thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Pseudophiles. Please rate and review us on iTunes. Um, and shout out to everybody who has given us feedback. And we uh, we thank you for everything that we've heard. Every criticism is welcome. Um, also, feel free to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Third, fourth thing. Um, and uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Catherine! 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 What? Come here. Why? Mirror. Please. Why? I need your help. What's my dick? I fell off the toilet. I need you to, can you take Hero upstairs with a squeaky toy?